As you know, as we've been talking about inflation, the highest it's been in nearly two decades, some 19 years. And with prices going through the roof, everybody is looking to save a buck or two, especially at the grocery store. Eric Tribe is the chief marketplace officer for an app called Flash Food, and he joins us now here on Global News Radio. Eric, very good afternoon, and thanks for your time on this Monday. Good afternoon, Jeff. Thanks so much for having me. All right. Tell us about uh, this app, Flash Food. Really interesting concept. Uh, tell us how it works. Certainly. So Flash Food is a mobile app that anyone can download on the Apple Store, the App Store, or the Play Store. Uh, but effectively, it's a way for you to browse great deals at the grocery store on surplus items that are approaching the best before date and buy the deal, see the deal on your phone, buy it on the phone and pick it up in store. So rather than going in and maybe looking at the clearance section and seeing when there may or may not be deals, we've made it digital and brought it to your phone. Okay, when you say surplus items, and we were talking about this on the show and joking around last week, uh, basically this is like one of my greatest joys when I go into the grocery store and I see 50% off and the sticker says, eat tonight, which is both a warning and a marketing ploy, I think, Eric. Uh, <laughs> tell us, uh, is that what you mean by surplus food? This is, uh, you know, that food that we've seen? Something like that. Yeah, typically our items are about three days or less of shelf life, so it's not necessarily eat tonight. Uh, but it would be approaching that best before date. So a good deal might have a week a week or so left of shelf life, but you're usually in those last uh, 72 or 48 hours. Yeah, you nailed it. <laughs> so what was the genesis of this uh, app? Uh, how did it uh, come about? Uh, what was the thought process? Well, it actually started uh, with our founder, uh, Josh Dominguez. His sister was a caterer, and she called him up one day, where she had had an event that was underattended and needed to throw out a few thousand dollars worth of food. And that was actually the initial spark that put food waste on Josh's radar. And so as he was looking at how we could solve such a big problem, uh, you know, small team got together and grocery was one of the first areas we focused because grocers have a really tough challenge of trying to keep shelves stocked, but dealing with uh, expiring inventory. And so we started with a lot of beta tests that allowed us to really learn grocery and how food waste happens and where it happens in the grocery store. And the idea of flash food was born. And it, initially, it was kind of that concept, uh, we're in Toronto, it was a concept where there was a grocery store in the basement of many condos. We thought if they notified us in the building, you go down, pick up the items, go back up. And now we're at a point where we're in over 1,200 locations, about 700 in Canada, 500 in the U.S., uh, and the model's proven to be much more robust than just the condo <laughs> in Toronto. It's uh, having a big impact on a lot of families' lives uh, coast to coast. Sure, I can see that. I mean, it's a win-win. You're saving money as a consumer and also doing a good thing. As you mentioned, uh, we're reducing a food waste. Do you know by how much do you think uh, Flash uh, Food has helped when it comes to uh, food waste and reduce it? Yeah, absolutely. So we actually are right around 30 million pounds of food that has been diverted from landfill to date. So we're really proud of that number. It also translates to hundreds of thousands of shoppers and families who are getting better deals on groceries. Uh, and we're hoping to just continue to build momentum uh, in the year ahead. You know, it's one of those things, to be honest with you, Eric, when I read about it and I first heard about uh, Flash Food, I thought, like, of course, why hasn't somebody thought about this before and come up with this? It makes uh, so much sense. 
And where does uh, most food waste, by the way, occur? And by asking that question, I guess I'm asking, what are the most uh, popular items or the items you might see most on your app? Right. Well, it's, it's typically towards the fresh categories, right, where you get the food that expires. And the most popular items on the app are meat, seafood, deli, and produce. Right, like meat and seafood have a big impact on the savings. So if you can save 50% off beef, chicken, great items like that, that makes a big dent in your grocery bill. And then as well, produce, it's, uh, as you've seen, there's always the mountains of produce in stores. It's a really difficult area to avoid waste. And also produce can be quite expensive. So we have a concept of uh, about five pounds of produce uh, in a cardboard box, almost like a shoebox size. So you get about five pounds of produce for $5. It's a new way to merchandise um, all those great items of fruits and veggies, and you can buy it through the app and pick it up in store. And how are you alerted uh, to this, uh, by the way? Do you have a direct line to the grocery stores? Does, I don't know, Mr. Sobe call you up every so often and say, uh, you know what, uh, put an extra zero next to the amount of zucchini we were supposed to order this uh, week. Just uh, giving you a heads up. <laughs> Well, we're working with uh, Loblaw Corporation and all of their banners there, and they actually use this as a tool in their daily operations and processes. So they're on the floor every day pulling great product in the morning, and that tends to be when the most inventory is available. So our savvy shoppers are checking the app throughout the day, but especially in the morning. And it's a tool for them to see what's available on, uh, on their floor that might not sell, where someone could get access to it. And, you know, there's so many, there's examples where I've been in store and it might be five o'clock and the seafood manager is going, I'm not going to sell this seafood tonight. And by midnight, it's going to end up being thrown out. They posted on Flash Food and it's maybe six salmon steaks. By six o'clock, they're sold and people come in and pick them up and cook them for dinner. And it's just a great little example that I was blown away myself um, of how quickly people can get the deals and it can directly influence what people have for dinner. So sure. it's a, a really powerful tool in that way. Yeah, Eric, what would you say to those listening right now that are a little leery of this and are a little worried about buying food that might be uh, hours or a day away from, quote-unquote, spoiling or expiring? Well, everything that we sell through Flash Food is perfectly good food that would be sold on the floor otherwise. You know, it's uh, we don't extend the shelf life. It's, it's the exact same food and safety standards as every other item in the grocery store. Uh, and so, yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's, it's, uh, I don't know what to say necessarily <laughs> to the chef, but, uh, I just think, you know, it's the exact same, but we're, we're hoping to make a big impact by giving really steep savings, making it really easy to access through your phone and then having it in a clear and a click and collect part of the store to make it a faster trip and a faster pickup process for those who uh, need to get in and out. And just finally, uh, on average, I mean, we talked about reducing food waste, which is uh, great, but reducing your food bill is also uh, great, particularly as we mentioned off the top with rising prices and inflation. On average, how much are users are saving by using your app? Uh, the average flash food user is saving between 100 to $200 a month. All right. A really big impact for folks. Yeah. Does that factor in, by the way, do people have to travel around to a lot of different grocery stores? And if you're going to the grocery store several times a week instead of uh, one time a week, I mean, obviously you're spending more money on gas and in your time, which is worth something, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, there's all kinds of interesting um, behaviors that are, are 
shoppers take after. Uh, and so, of course, as you mentioned, the fuel savings or the, the expense on fuel could offset savings. Most people have their preferred location, which is one that they would go to most frequently and maybe add on. So we have some shoppers where when they arrive to the grocery store, they see what flash food deals are available in the parking lot before they do the rest of their trip. So they get the best deals on flash food and then round out the purchases with the rest of what's in store. We have some who go around to multiple stores just chasing after the best deals and they fill up their freezer. Um, there's others who, um, you know, they're right next to a store and they're walking all the time and there's kind of no carbon footprint of the, the micro trips if they have increased traffic. Uh, it's, it's, uh, it's really amazing seeing how many different people find ways to chase out the deals. There's also people who say, hey, there's a great deal, like they'll call up their relative or uh, a friend near a store and say, hey, I know you're over here. Can you pick this up for me? Uh, and so there's kind of a community forming around it. But all kinds of interesting behaviors as people chase the best deals. All right. Well, Eric, really appreciate the time with us this afternoon. Congratulations on all the success of the app and continued success. And thanks for joining us. Thanks so much, Jeff. Really appreciate it. Have a great afternoon. Yeah, you too. Be well. Eric Tribe is the chief marketplace officer of this app called, again, uh, Flash Food, which uh, can help you maybe save a few dollars at the uh, grocery store, reduce uh, food waste, and alert you to great uh, deals on food that, uh, well, yeah, is about to expire. Really interesting concept. And we're back after this here on Global News Radio. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance (laughs) recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.